What's up, guys? Our wrestling podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Just the Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, the Nature Boy Joe, and Cuz is off this week. Bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. Just is super excited. Give no inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Can someone feed me today's topic? I think the new guy. Oh, should feed us the goddamn topic. <laughs> Guys, we are today talking about Clash of Champions 9. This is going to be good stuff. We yes, also known known as, Champions. Also known as a future shock pre-show. It's <laughs> <laughs> very true. You know what I was thinking about this yeah. when it when it, yeah. when it when it popped up, I was like Clash of Champions is such a great name. You know, it was always like it really yeah, is. Clash of Champions, I love that name. And then they always yeah. follow it with something stupid like New York Knockout. Well, before we get into it, for audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Shooter, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. Can you do us a solid on social media and give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Meta at Our Wrestling Podcast? I've got to change it. I keep forgetting to do that. Uh, guys, well, it hasn't changed yet. I don't think it has changed yet. It hasn't officially. just keep talking no. about it. So I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, so, uh, Craig? Yo, Coca-Cola Craig, are you ready to clash? Heck yeah. Uh, I like clashes. Yeah, I like money, though. So I wanted to, this is the, <clears throat> we've never reviewed a clash before, and I don't know why, And I, but then when I wanted to introduce Joe into the fold here, this is the Joe that we've been talking about for the last couple of years. This is Joe that wore his feather robe during college graduation. This is Joe that wore his feathered robe and got like was like a celebrity when we went to SummerSlam at Staples Center years and years ago when we saw Brock Lesnar destroy John Cena. Woo. This is the Joe that we've talked about. Uh, so Joe, I, we're really glad to have you here. Um, and I wanted to do a Clash of the Champions because it's the first one we've ever done. And Joe is a massive Ric Flair fan. Growing up, it was me, Hogan, Joe Flair. Uh, I'm surprised we don't hate each other. We might actually <laughs> off camera. Uh, but so we are introducing Joe here and we're going to review the first ever time that we've reviewed a Clash of the Champions. And we picked a hell of a clash, I think. Um, and Dave said it before too. This is like the, w the WCW or NWA equivalent to Saturday Night's Main Event. Uh, this is not a pay-per-view. This was on TBS. It was live and it was roughly quarterly. Craig is correct. Um, clash of the Champions was invented actually to compete with WrestleMania in 1988 to compete with WrestleMania 4, TBS gave WCW slash NWA permission to put a live broadcast up. So you guys want to do WrestleMania? Uh, we'll do stuff for free because Vince was a dick in 1987 <laughs> when Starcade was in November. Vince so only said, in 87? I'm sorry. Vince invented the Survivor <laughs> Series and said, listen, cable companies, if you want Hogan, and you want what WWF brings, which at that time they were juggernauts. They were, you know, putting huge ratings up. They were overtaking the world. Yeah. Uh, and cable companies actually backed out and told WCW slash NWA, it was NWA at the time, Crockett Promotions, yeah. to say, sorry, we're going to go with Survivor Series because Vince rules everything right now. So then a couple of years later, or the next year, I should say, in 1988, they said, listen, you want to have WrestleMania? That's fine. On TBS, we're going to air a live free special on TBS. And the main event of the first ever clash was Ric Flair versus Sting in a one-hour draw. And the ratings were fantastic. What an awesome they did match. the same thing the next year. <laughs> they did the same thing the next year for WrestleMania 5 to a little bit less of stellar results, but it's still really good. So then they decided to put the clash quarterly. And so now here we are in 1989, only a couple of years after, or one year actually, I should say, after the uh, first ever clash. And now they're doing it quarterly. So this is in November, this particular clash. Dave will get to the particulars in a second. And in November is normally the month for uh, Survivor Series. And then wanting to review a clash, wanting to bring Joe aboard. I'm like, fuck you, WWE. You rule the roost. You you won. You bought everything. I don't want to let WCW slash NWA die. So let's do a clash of the champions. This particular clash was in November. Here, here. Which fits our theme right now. So we are releasing this in November. And we are going to dive right into this shit. Joe, this is welcome, yeah. you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm happy to be here on the greatest wrestling podcast in the world. I keep today. hearing that, that is, somewhere. That is true. That is true. I keep hearing that somewhere. It's it's, it's out there. This takes it, place in Troy, New York, uh, in the Houston Fieldhouse. There's four thousand raving fans in attendance. Oh, God damn it! Yeah, I the, the shit out of this event. It's like there's fifty. Well, people. it's like, different. Fuck. This is a televised event. It's a little bit different from a pay per view, right? So they're not worried about yeah. gate. They're worried about what they're getting on TV. 
Well, and it's it, the it, sixth it, borough. There's there's the Bronx, there's Queens, there's Manhattan, and then Troy. Yeah, yeah, and, and they kind of bounce around. They're all the same <laughs> sizes, right? Yeah, so, uh, yeah. This is Mr. Ross and Mr. Gordon uh, at the helm. I think we see um, a little bit of Jess. Uh, I'm sorry, um, not you Jesse. saw me. I was there. I did see you. I did see you. <laughs> um, we have uh, at the very beginning. We have Fl- uh, Funk and Flair doing quick little vignettes that are pre-recorded that were kind of cool. Uh, Jess, do you want to give us a rundown of the champions uh, on each side? So across the competition, the WWF World Champion back here in November of 1989 was Hulk Hogan. Uh, the Intercontinental Champion was the Ultimate Warrior, and the World Wrestling Federation Tag Team Champions were Demolition. That is a late 80s, early 90s roster if I've ever fucking read one out loud. Yes. Uh, and then we go to the this company. Uh, the NWA Heavyweight Champion coming into this event was Ric Flair. The United States champion was Lexus Luger. Uh, the NWA <laughs> tag team champions were the Steiner brothers. However, yeah. however, they did not get recognized as winning the vacant titles until November 18th. This was on what, Dave? The 15th? This, this so. uh, show? I think you just read yeah. the 15th. So this is on mm-hmm. the 15th. Steiner's actually won the tag titles on November 1st, but it was meant to be aired later on their syndicated television. So that's why there was no reference to them as being tag champions on this Clash of the Champions. And that's why they never brought the belts out. But they actually had physically won the tag titles before this event. But because it hadn't aired yet on syndicated television, they held off. So they were technically the tag team champions. But as of this event, for us, they were the titles were vacant, if that makes any sense. Uh, and yeah. then the NWA television champion here is the great Muta. Oh, uh, amazing. Lovely. Amazing. Yes. And real quick, not to eat up some more time, however, Ric Flair actually had taken the Booker job here. Um, so oh, starting nice. with this, starting with the Steamboat stuff, what a lot of people don't know is like earlier in this year, in uh, February through May, Steamboat and Flair gave us like the three greatest matches we'd seen in American wrestling in a long, long time. And Flair actually took uh, the majority of the booking here because they were in turmoil. They really were. I mean, once Crockett uh, sold to Turner in 88, they really just went on a tailspin because Turner didn't know a lot about wrestling. And then they thought, okay, we have to get bookers in here that are pro wrestlers or used to be. And so they just would – they had Ole and they just – Dusty and they fought and they failed and they fought. And they never got it right. Ironically, until Eric Bischoff came along, they really didn't know – Bischoff just hung on to one thing. He's like, well, this is a television company. We're going to do TV-based shit. And then it just worked, you know? And then they had the great storyline with the NWO, and then there you go. But back here, if I had to say my favorite year of Crockett NWA, which which was, this was when I, where I met Joe, actually. Um, Joe introduced me to NWA slash WCW because I was a WWF guy, and I didn't have cable. Joe had cable. So Joe's like, I like wrestling too, and I like WWF, but do you watch NWA? And I was like, no. I just see him about him in Pro Wrestling Illustrated. I don't know anything other than the pictures I see. And he's like, well, I like Flair. I like Road Warriors and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I see pictures of all of them. And Joe invited me over to his house one night. And we watched a program. I can't remember what NWA program it was. And then I was like, holy shit, there's another promotion? What? Like, And so that's yeah. how I knew I was a decent wrestling fan at that point because I liked all of it. Even though I did favor WWF because they got me – Hogan got me attracted to the sport. And so did the WWF product. I think a lot of us fell for that. But Joe always liked the NWA. And so – uh, Flair had the book here, and and really he doesn't get enough credit. Flair was not a good booker in the sense that Ric Flair, uh, if you showed him a shiny object, he's like, "What? I'm going that way!" Like, and he would just go. Because Ric Flair wanted to, he wanted to wrestle and party. He wanted to set the standard. He wanted to be the best world champion. He wanted to fucking show you how it was time. done. But I mean, as a booker, I don't know if Flair's the best executive, right? No, and I so, mean, there but was a- actually when you look back at it here in '89, he put for Steamboat. He was like, "I need Steamboat in here. I need to fucking do it. If we're going to set ourselves separately from WWF, we got to put on the best wrestling. We can't try to outmatch the cartoon land." Match number one: Freebirds versus the Road Warriors. Uh, I, I first says, "Is this stairs just for them?" But I realized that the stage is for the entire event. And I have to tell you that this, I don't know where Craig is going. Uh, well, there it is. He's showing us the fabulous Freebirds. Um, Versus the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. Uh, the stage was super cool, and they used it at multiple <laughs> starcades going forward. I actually kind of appreciated it. Uh, Jess was like, they didn't use it properly enough. I think we talked offline, but uh, it, it looks like Kiss. It looks like Kiss performed the night before, and they're like, "Can we just keep this yeah, section?" Keep, yes, thank <laughs> you. Of Kiss, yeah, it sure. was yeah. too high. The stairs were too high. The ramp was too narrow. That was the it big was, thing. It about was ridiculous. Every WWF. Oh, sorry. Ahead, Joe. 
no, right, no. Right. On top of that, the the ramp had that that big like uh, uh like divider yeah, in the middle. Yeah. So like every time somebody walked up or walked down, they were like shit, shit, and they were like <laughs> they were like they were like straddling it as they walked down yeah. or straddling all it. As they all walked I'm up saying and they were is, like having to pay attention to it. They're like shit. And I can't like I don't want to step on this right? and like it, fall and look yeah. like an asshole. Like, I was saying know? like if they, if they if they had pushed out just a little bit further and made you know not so steep. It would have been great to come down to, but the aesthetics of it, what they could do with it, was great. It just looked yeah. good. Yeah. It, I mean, the, the, the stairs themselves yeah. looked a little awkward. It, I think it was a cool yeah. idea. The lights, it all looked like a, yeah. like yeah. a fucking rock show. You know, it was awesome. It looked but the, cool. But yeah. then they get down to the ramp, and then it's like, why, why, why didn't you just have a normal ramp? Why did you get the fucking U-Haul ramp? You know, it like, is. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Is a U-Haul ramp. Yeah, like, like, and yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, oh, take a tape there. measure. Take some measurements of the Troy Civic Center or whatever the fuck this was yeah. before you roll out. Yeah. The, oh, we shouldn't do six foot high stairs, uh, twelve <laughs> high. Oh, okay. My my biggest critique on this, this is my only critique of the show is that like WWF for some reason I know they did a lot of syndicated television, but all their events looked the same except for the banners, so you knew what event it was. Vince was always so dead on. My ring is going to be the same color. Yeah. My ropes Light are going to be the same color. And then WCW, every time they changed bookers, which was like every 90 days, like it would yeah. just be like, we're going to try the stairs. Just kidding. We're going to try a ramp. Just kidding. We're going to try this. Just kidding. We're going to have tacky cores light banners on the fucking uh, yeah. poles of the ring. Like it just, it was so weird. Like to <laughs> we're going to put Luger on a lazy Susan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you remember that one? Oh, yeah, 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 like, like, <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so j just my quick notes on, on the Freebirds versus the world warriors. Uh, Hawk. I forgot how great of a drop kick he had. He was getting up there for a big man. Uh, it was all LOD at first. Uh, there's a spot where Animal clears the ring and he, Animal must pose was in my notes. And I mean, these guys are just massive. But eventually there's some heel work and some tag work taking over. The Freebirds actually get some work in. Um, and Hawk is doing some nice work to allow that, that double team stuff to happen until he interferes and gets DQ'd. Um, I, I give it because of the high spots for LOD and everything. I give it a B minus. I know that might sound a little high, but again, it's not a pay per view. This is a televised event, probably pushing storyline into something else, right? You're so, very generous. You know, I, 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 <laughs> I, I well, I'm watching LOD and I miss them and I love those guys. And just watching them tear the Freebirds apart for the first five minutes was gold for me. And I'm probably a little on the high side there. But take it away, Jess. You can tear it apart. I think our notes are actually the same, but my grade is different than yours. I put, I put, my God, the Road Warriors were awesome. Just looking yeah. at them back here in their prime, I was like, son of a bitch. Like, these guys are huge. I really enjoyed this. I know a lot of people don't like Jimmy Jam Garvin with the Freebirds. They like Gordy and, uh, uh, you know, but which is fine, which is totally fine. Yeah. But uh, I liked Jimmy Jam and Hayes as the Freebirds as well. I really accepted them. Um, yeah. Maybe it's the first, you know, formation of the Freebirds that I saw, and then I went back and learned about the other ones, like from uh, Texas Wrestling and uh, WCCW. But um, I really like like them here. So when I first saw them come out, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like these guys are facing each other on fucking a clash. Awesome. Um, but then I just got to the point where I wanted to see more because they started to cook, they started to get the heat on Hawk, and I was really enjoying yeah. it. And then a fucking DQ. So I was a little annoyed by that. Freebirds win by disqualification. I gave it a C minus. Joe, what do you got? <laughs> <laughs> um you know actually we almost have uh had the exact same notes i actually think i wrote down hop uh, the uh the hawk uh drop kick was awesome you know it was like, impressive but like yeah. i mean i think like you know like just watching this again like it was like it was like it was so like it was like free birds with that iconic like i love that music i love the yeah it's really good music and uh the road Warrior entrance i think is one of the best entrances like that like they're the iron man entrance and oh, so good. I don't care what anybody like Legion of Doom fan or Road Warrior, whatever, like like the the black and the black shoulder pads with silver spikes is the always best. a better look than yeah. the than the orange and black or whatever, the red and black. The red and like, black. It the just looks so pieces. menacing. It looks so awesome. Like the two of them coming down, even coming down those dumb stairs, like you know, like it just they look bigger <laughs> than you know, huger than everything. Um, it was such a cool entrance. The crowd was a there was a big pop for that crowd from yeah. that crowd. Um, you know, uh, to just to Jess's point, like yeah, just kind of uh, just kind of fizzled. Like you know, like what could have been a really cool match, and like just let it play out. Like you can have like you know, it just seemed really short and kind of like I felt like you couldn't it, have given it two more minutes. Yeah, like you couldn't have given like five That's more fair. minutes. I mean, really, like I mean, just give it give it a little bit more time. Like like let these guys like 
you know, like beat the shit out of each other a little bit. I thought the Freebirds did a great job of playing the chicken shit heels, which is always like their kind really of good. forte of yeah. like, I mean, because the because the Road Warriors are like it, the Road Warriors are essentially like the original like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like it was like it didn't matter if they were a face or a heel, they got cheered no matter what. They were like, nobody cared. Night, yeah. Nobody cared. And not they to were just like, off, they were just we weren't really clear. The DQ came because like they started to get heat on Animal. They got heat on Hawk earlier, then they got heat on Animal, and then Hawk abruptly just gets to the ring. He's like, "I've had enough of this shit," and he pushes the ref out of the way, and then yeah. that's the DQ. The he way. launches yeah. Tommy Rogers like yeah, ten feet across like, the ring. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-uh. well, Tommy Young just pitched out of the way by Hawk. He's just about had all he could. Hawk's calling, or the referee's calling for the bell. Road Warriors going to be disqualified. I would think. That appears to be the case. Meanwhile, the Road Warriors have forgotten about rules, forgotten about rules, regulations, or anything else. They just settled this issue. Double close line by the Road Warriors. I don't get it. You know, like it just seemed like, it, yeah, the the DQ ending was kind of dumb. I gave it. A I C. just feel like it's gave it a C. A I gave it better. a C, I, like just for the yeah. dumb ending. Like I really would, like I loved everything else about it, but the ending was stupid. So, yeah, yeah, same. Real quick, I'll, I'll give it C minus too. But I, I did like um, Jr. So good, young Jr. Really oh gave God. some gravitas he to like the this event. Product. He loved this product. Holy shit! Man. And he sold it. And even like solely, like I, I don't know whether to love him or hate him. And I think I like I, I really go match to match on this and line to line. I hate Gordon Solly and then I respect because the shit everybody out of compares the two. To be honest. And a lot of people and they couldn't and be more different. Jim Ross himself would be like, Soli's my favorite. And I'm like, no, you're the best. Like, and you should know that. And nothing against Soli, nothing against Gordon. Like, I, I think he's fine. But J- but he had, my God, this is Gordon Soli. And that was fine yeah. for the 70s and early 80s. Jim Ross brought this energy, this, yeah. this excitement. Like, this like it didn't yeah. matter if it was the Z-Man against uh, Rip Thorn. Like he on, got you it, into it. it. He if they were the coming picture. close to the time limit, Jim Ross was on fire for the last sixty seconds. Like only, just about only sixty minutes. It, it, only six amazing. seconds left here. Let's tear into the non wrestling stuff that comes up next. Ross interviews Funk. It's really good stuff for about fifteen seconds, and then his manager, that's not his manager, steps in and mucks it all up and gets me. It upset. is his manager. So Gary Hart. Where do I start? With um, <laughs> do we have to talk like, about it? I, this I, long? I really we can start with rest in peace. I know. Oh R. my R. god! <laughs> so now I can't say shit. Thanks, Greg. Like I never. A lot of people give Gary Hart credit. His book was really it's good. Like, actually, for what? Um, for what? I don't. I don't rank Gary in like one of my favorite managers. I just don't. Um, and I don't know. I don't, if I don't forgot, even think about him. I don't know if someone forgot to tell him like when to come in on this all night. Gary Hart seemed awkward, and like he would just interrupt. And we'll yeah. talk about it at the main event match as well, where it's just like he doesn't let like Funk's trying the whole to like, time. Chair's like, I didn't ask you to be here. Yeah, Funk's <laughs> trying to say stuff or whatever, and then Funk's like, you don't need to be here, and he's like, bah, bah, bah. and even his back gets in the hard cam, and he's fucking yeah, annoying. he messes he up the hard cam. You're running like, camera. You get the fuck out of my face. They had to Gary move. Hart. They had like, to move yeah. the camera. Uh, so obviously the they were setting up over. to where Funk said, "Gary, I don't need you. I can beat Flair myself." It's the blow off match, like I said. Don't let him down. Don't let me down. Oh, Gary, I am not going to let you, but I don't want your help. I don't need anyone's help. I don't need your help either, Jim Rock, because I am the best. Flair's a quitter. Ladies and gentlemen, coming up in just one moment, the special awards presentation. We'll find out who the most popular wrestler in the NWA is in one moment. I said. And so, sure. like, I don't need you in my corner or whatever. And Gary's like, let me, instead of making this clear and going, Funk, I don't know where you're coming from. I thought we were cool. And facing the hard cam, he puts his back in front of us and goes, blah, 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 like, and <sighs> was like, dude, God damn it. So like, I'm not the only one that felt no, this way. And, and Gary Hart was like that all night, which to me sums up my uh, opinion of him. Uh, I know a lot mm. of people hold him in high regards as a good manager. I'm not saying he was terrible. I'm just saying he's mm. like number, like number 30, nine. 17. <laughs> like nine on my and, list of top 10. Like, and it, a lot of people don't know, like even like he is Jimmy Hart and Bret Hart's dad. So. <laughs> Shut up right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Then we have, then we have the most popular, we, the, we have the most popular NWA wrestler gets the big trophy. 
Uh, I think it's pro wrestling. Uh, oh, and Sting, no, let me no go surprise. off on this. Let me oh, go off like, on this, and, then, and we can move on. So let me talk about this. So PWI is the magazine from our uh, past. We can all agree on that. Pro Wrestling Illustrated was like the shit that we fucking bought, and uh, every we single month I couldn't wait, for, every month, I couldn't wait yeah. for the year end or whatever. So let me just say why this is a bunch of shit. And why, uh, <laughs> why people who give like Melter a hard time right now for loving AEW and all that stuff is ridiculous because all PWI did was cater towards NWA WCW back here. And for good reason. Right. Vince is like, fuck you. We don't need you. <laughs> you're and not so, going to get any access. You're not going to get any rest yeah, of the I'm going to sell my own uh, magazine too. So I'm not saying that, that this yeah. wasn't the move that they should have done. But like, so let me tell you something about 1989. So he Sting gets the award for most popular wrestler of the year for the NWA, right? Did I hear that right? Is that what he was mm-hmm. coming out for? Sting, uh-huh. so, Sting was the most popular NWA wrestler of the year. NWA yes. wrestler. So yeah, yeah, no, not even that. That is incorrect. <laughs> His own magazine, the year-end awards for 1989 were the most popular wrestler was Hulk Hogan. So he was correct in saying NWA wrestler. Do you know who the number two most popular wrestler was? It wasn't Ultimate Sting. Warrior. No, it was Ric Flair. It was Ric Flair. Oh, and so they, a, he was a face. That's right. He was a face. And then so they gave it to Sting so they could give Ric Flair the wrestler of the decade, which is fine. Why <laughs> lie about Sting, though? You're going to publish your own magazine that shows that Sting is not the most popular NBA wrestler. It's Ric Flair. So it Nobody makes pays no attention sense. To that, Jess. Yeah, I guess Nobody you're right. I guess you're right. But I was no so annoyed. So go on. Uh, yeah. So woman does a, a in her, in her lovely, interview lovely yeah. speaking for hey, doom. That was uh, an awkward moment, right guys? And watching that together, just, yeah. I'm not the only one that felt awkward for a different variety of reasons. No, right? I was, was definitely beautiful. For, yeah. yeah. For what I, happened. I felt, however, I, well, I felt she yep. did. Okay. Craig, and I felt, <laughs> but there's a reason why it had to be pre-recorded, but that was all deliberate. Dave, we all know it. that that was deliberate. The way she was positioned on, in that heart, in that, in that interview, Joe? I'm just like, Joe yeah, it, it's woman, and she's absolutely beautiful. And as they pan away from that interview, Jim Ross says, "Boy, she's evil, but she sure is pretty." No, that was Gordon Soley. Oh, was that Gordon Soley? Yeah. I thought that was Ross. Because I remember I laughing hard. I was like, the oldest guy. Like, let me tell you something. So there was <laughs> when we were growing up. I need to take a break. Circa, circa, circa this area, circa like end of eighty nine. There was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't a PWI and it wasn't a, in, it wasn't inside wrestling. I don't think it was a, one of the, I don't think it was any of the after magazines. I don't think it was a, I don't think it was inside wrestling or the wrestler or pro wrestling illustrated. It was one of like the, the, the next Sub, tier. The, yeah, and there the was, there was, uh, they always had like a centerfold of pictures or whatever. And it would be like, you know, like Hogan and, you know, Hogan and Andre, or it would be like a wrestling match. Well, one, one month they had a picture of woman dressed in just like straight up lingerie. I mean, it was like, it was like a pseudo playboy centerfold, you know? And I remember like having that magazine and experiencing some, some firsts (laughs) with that magazine. Match number two, Tommy Rich and Eddie Gilbert versus doom with a woman in a company. Woman actually has like four men escorting her down to the ring, which is kind of cool. It's like, well, she's like, why? Why? This is I, why I, I. This is why I didn't like the mass doom. I liked yeah. their theme music, by the way, which is edited. It was uh, uh, Bob Seger's. Uh, fuck. It was the uh, uh, awesome thing they had. It was by Bob Seger. That's all I remember. Um, but oh, they to, edited it out here. Yeah, I was wondering hear. about their that, that music because I'm like, I think it was I don't Bob Seger. That. I think it was called. I think it was called Woman. I think the theme was called Woman or Strut. Strut. Okay. Uh, it was called Strut by Bob Seger. And so it was all for woman. I didn't like the mass doom because they booked it around woman. The yeah. entrance is about woman. The everything, the theme music was about woman. And I get, I like that they put the woman character over because they were trying to show more power for her. But at the same time, like the 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 mass tandem of doom didn't start making it until they took the mass off and fired woman and got Theodore along. And then they right. became fucking doom and they were awesome. Um, so here I just, I, I get sour on the whole thing because I'm like, I love woman. But the same well, you also like, know God, where it goes. Are you trying to push the tag team? You're trying to bury them because you're only pushing right. woman like over it. So that's why I didn't like it. So sorry, Dave. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no, you're all good. Uh, it was a surprising start. I thought there was a total squash coming here, and it wasn't quite a squash, but it also didn't last too long. Uh, Doom definitely dominates. They get to heel work, and and again, it just gets messy at the end. But Doom does get their finisher. But even I feel like uh, there's some camera angle issues too. I think even the finisher was missed on the initial live portion of it. They had to go back to replay to see it. Um, I gave the whole thing overall a, a C to C minus because it it just was messy. Like you, you saw Doom really dominate. You could see how powerful. I mean, 
we all know who's under the mask, right? It's uh, uh, Tavon Simmons and oh, it's not who's uh, Butch Reed. Thank you, Butch Reed. Thank you. And you can see the power these guys can display, and we we all know what they became because Jess talks about it a lot. This is one of Jess's, I think, favorite tag teams of this time frame, and and they're going to be great. So you kind of it's Jess's point that you get disappointed in what happens here, and it, it's just. It's clunky, it's wonky, it doesn't work, and it's a C minus for me, is where I, where I put it. Austin Eddie Gilbert. Amy in the ring, a referee. A point of the New York State Athletic Commission having some problems. Oh no, Tommy Ricks. Referee did not see that. The ref did but do has devastated Gilbert and Ricks. Uh, I mean, it was fine, I guess, for what it was. Uh, Eddie Gilbert needs to be talked about more. Um, substance abuse. He was a really talented guy. Really good booker, actually, too. But uh, uh, for another subject, another topic. Tommy Rich won't leave me alone. Uh, Jim Ross won't keep reminding me that he won the heavyweight title for five minutes back in whatever. Uh, Tommy Rich is annoying as fuck, and he was always in my life in 89 and 90. I couldn't stop seeing him. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. Like... He never looked good. I'm sure he was fine in the ring. And apparently from Jim Ross, my God, he was NWA champion. Good job for him. Uh, good Lord. Um, C minus. Doom wins by pinfall. It was designed for yeah. to get Doom over, I guess. But they should have Yeah, it's just pushing Doom out of the next page. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, Whose who's dick did uh, Tommy Rich suck? A lot get, of them. The whole to, NWA to, board, to get, Dave. To, yeah, or, uh, like, Joe, I mean, to, the whole NWA to, board. To get the NWA title. I mean, I don't even know who he... he, who he who did he beat? He beat Dusty Rhodes. He beat Harvey. I think he beat. Race. I think he beat Rhodes. I think he beat Rhodes. I could be wrong. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, and maybe, maybe Tommy Rich is the Harley Race. Was, but then again, Ron Garvin what, what is Ronnie Garvin is to Ric Flair. You know, like uh, you know, like I'm. We're right there. Um, I would say, like, I I think the match started out kind of funny. I just it made me chuckle that like, like already in the ring. Eddie Gilbert <laughs> exactly. and Tommy Rich, and it was like, oh wow, that's that sucks. I agree about Eddie Gilbert uh, that like Eddie Gilbert, as I watched him, you know, and started remembering him, he always like, I feel like he was a precursor, almost to like a like his style, almost to like a like a Chris Jericho kind of, you know, like he always kind of. I'm glad like, you said mm, that because when I watched him, Jericho, I was trying like, to find out what I, I equated him to and I couldn't think of somebody, but I knew watching him, I was like, who does he remind me of? Yeah. Who did he, was he a precursor to? So I'm glad you yeah. said that because I could not fucking think of yeah. who I wanted to like, uh, you know, equate him to. And Tommy Rich is just a precursor to my, my grandma. Um, to people you know, that like, I don't want to see again. To, yeah, like I yeah. mean, like just even to like, the, everything to, about him, like the, like like his body frame, his trunks, and he's wearing granny panties. Yeah. His you know, shitty I'm mullet. Just like, like he's yeah, a like, precursor I mean, like, to the homeless like guy in a tie dye shirt. On yeah, the, on it the looks corner. like he took a shit in his trunks and he just went out to wrestle. And then you're like, you gotta. Get, Joe, did you um, give us a grade? I'm sorry. Did you oh, give sorry, us a... sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm going long. Uh, I get a C minus as okay. well. You know, C minus. Move on. <laughs> it's that terrible. Dave, please talk about the next interview segment. Please talk. About Jim Cornette it. is uh, doing why? the Louisville First Slugger why? interview segment. Why? Yeah. Uh, why? He interviews the, I don't know why, interviews the Steiner brothers. And apparently, this is where they come up with the name, the Frankensteiner, which I don't believe. Um, it's oh just God, so this ridiculous. Is the worst, it was the worst interview I've ever seen. First of all, I didn't Scott, know why Jim Cornette was interviewing them. And then, secondly, see, why is he like, interviewing them? Scott, Scott is so bad. green. He's so green here, the poor guy. Nobody's helping him. But you know and, what? The and, worst, and Rick though, just comes the worst, in. The worst, though, is know, Rick. Rick was fucking awful. And like, yeah. I think he Rick it just up, thought he could like, do the rambling Rick thing. And he started doing it. And I was like, you fuck. You are worse than Scott. And that's not possible. Like, at this point, like, yeah. It was it's such a bad segment. I was like, oh my God. Like, oh, there's a reason why they didn't do a lot of interviews. No, my mother never beat my dad up. <laughs> oh, your mother used to have. He's on no. Yeah, Jim Cornette and then, was like, bad too. Like, and yeah, then it was it just was, like, it, it was, just cut away. It was really, really strange. Really, the whole thing yeah, was, strange. It was all It was all funky. Match number three, we get to the Dynamic Dudes. <laughs> what a name. And versus the Midnight Express. Uh, and dynamic Jim Cornette Dudes. Was, Jim Cornette was yeah. in both corners, by the way. So the storyline coming up to here. Was Jim Cornette was face Midnight Express and Jim Cornette turned face for a while. Then Jim Cornette yeah. started managing the dynamic dude. So this match was like they were both kind of like, wait a minute, like 
choose one, Jim, choose one. I can't choose one. I'll be in both your corners. And this is so and the dynamic dude, yeah. Jess, if I got this right, this is Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas, right? Yes. I mean, Johnny Ace, as, as Dave and I talked about earlier, is the stepfather of the Bella twins. And so you've uh, seen also, him on, wow. on Total Divas. Wow. And he also is the yeah. brother of Animal. Yes. Yes, Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis. Johnny Laurinaitis. And and, and cousin of Gary Hart. It's fascinating. (laughs) It's fascinating to see Shane Douglas at this point. It was Gary Animal Hart. (laughs) Douglas has come such had come such a long way from here, is is what I'll say, but I'll I'll leave it there. But the the match is good. Um I I will I will give it a I'll give it a C plus to B minus ratio because I love the finish. Cordette's in there trying to help, like get get away from the brass knucks, and then he just takes that tennis racket and destroys. Um, I can't remember if it's Shane or if it's if it's Johnny East. Actually, this point doesn't matter. Um, and gets that hill win for the Midnight Express, and I thought that was lovely. I just I love. And Cordette throws a chain on the crowd. Oh God! I loved every minute of that finish. Now, let me go next because I'm going to let Rowdy outside because you're fucking yelling. So I have to let Rowdy outside. <laughs> However, I want to say that uh, the Midnight Express were so fucking solid. I love them and miss them. Uh, yeah. Cornette hit Douglas with a tennis racket, allowing Bobby to, get, Bobby to get the pin. So obviously Cornette chose the Midnight Express, which of course he should be. And Dave, yes. I give it a B minus. I thought it was a fucking good match. Really good match. Yeah. Now, on to Rowdy right now. Why are you so angry with me about it? Like, <laughs> I, I will go even better than that. I really, really enjoyed this. was a solid 80s arm drag um, yeah. match that told a good story. I give it a solid B. Yeah, I had no business enjoying it. I wasn't going to enjoy it when it started, and I really did, enjoyed really it. Well. Oh, and that, that that wallop from Cornette and the racket made the yeah. biggest and best sound in the world. Yeah, uh, yeah, I liked it, it a lot. And, and <laughs> Joe, to bring you in on it, uh, Johnny Ace had a great drop kick, didn't he? <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> that guy, he wasn't doing so bad in there. Fantastic drop kick. Fantastic. <laughs> Craig, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to like echo like your, your statement. Give it a solid like B. Almost, almost 100%. I'm going to give it a solid B. I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. The The... The minute I heard dynamic dudes come down the the ring, I was like, "Oh Christ!" You're like, "Oh yeah, no!" I was like, but then I, I started to watch the match. I'm like, "Oh, this is actually pretty. It, this is flowing well." You they know, can I love, work. I love Midnight Express. Yeah. Like everybody worked well together. Um, you know, there was some there was some funny you know some commentary like like there was a commentary from Gordon Soli where he's like, <laughs> I don't know what he was talking <laughs> about. He's like, "There's no muscles in the armpit," and I was like. That's, that's right that's funny like yeah. okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna note that golden gordon thank you you, you, uh, you thank, know i always love I, I think midnight express is awesome i, I yeah i just enjoyed it 100 percent um more much more than i thought solid b yeah yeah, yeah that's good stuff. all right two b's and two b minuses all right let's do it uh next match super destroyer versus dr wow. death wow yeah, this one this one gets tough yep um i wrote what the hell is santa doing uh the only thing that was kind of decent was Dr. Death was pressing Super Destroyer like several times. And it just doesn't go anywhere. It's just a squash match with Santa assisting. I mean, I think I was trying to be nice with the grade I gave it. I think I'm going to go even lower. I don't want to give it a D. Like, I was just not happy about anything that happened here. It was a clash, Dave. It was a clash. It was definitely a clash. It was a clash with Santa. Um, so stupid. Just, who was Santa, by the way? Who was that? Norman uh, the Lunatic. Norman, Norman the Lunatic. <sighs> I don't, I don't even know. Who is also Bastion so Booger, if I'm not if I'm correct? Yes. Yeah. There you go. So I, I, I will give it a D too. It was very forgettable. Uh, Super Destroyer couldn't even do his like where he throws Steve Williams out the ring, who pops right back in. He couldn't even do that right. Like he, the delay on when he realized Steve Williams back in the ring, uh, the D was just yeah. awful.
I put uh, Jim Ross's love for Dr. Death Will Never Die. Um, Correct. All puns intended. And uh, goddamn, he was strong. And I gave it a C minus. Oh, oh, wow. Um, I gave it a uh, Dr. Death is a great tag name. I always love that. Uh, I'm going to give it a grade of a W of why isn't anybody else wrestling <laughs> on this card? It's fair. It's fair. So well done. When you look and when you look at the rest of the talent show, you're like, "What is he doing here?" Like, did you grade it, bud? I'm sorry. No, I did. I give it a D. A solid. Well, there's a famous there's a famous quote from Doctor Death that I think kind of sums up his uh, you know his his kind of professional career and like what what really happened (laughs) with him. And it was like I think it's uh, (laughs) a. He can't even say it. This might be disrespectful. (laughs) I know it is going to. Take take the kids out of the room, everybody. Take the kids out of the room. No, it's not that bad. bad. What is it? (laughs) Don't don't leave us hanging. No, it's just, uh, he's like, I think the quote is, he's like, I don't like cocaine. I just like the way it smells. He said that? Are you serious? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, damn it. Oh, oh, no. Match number five, skyscrapers versus Steiners. Damn. Um, I, 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 was, I was laughing how they stole Teddy's hat in the beginning. I thought that was funny. I don't know why. Because um, Teddy should always have a hat on, just saying, um, until he goes full bald. Uh, I wrote the ring is too small for this. I don't know if anybody agrees. Ring's with too that. small I, for every match in WCW. I'm but the, but this but the the size of these of these four men in the ring make yeah. it so evident. I'm like, what are we doing? Uh, uh, Scott delivered a Frankensteiner on Spivey. Are you serious right now? And it wasn't even for the finish. It was just like the start out. And I mean, how tall is Spivey? Did we talk about? It? He's like six, six seven. Six or, yeah. Yeah. And he delivered a Frankensteiner, and I don't remember Spivey ducking for it, you know, to get a little lower. Um, and not to mention, because Scott is so young here, he's bumping like Mr. Perfect or Shawn Michaels is, is capable of bumping. He's a pure bump machine. He was a which, pure athlete here. Yeah, he's just he's, he's doing time. everything. Um, and then Doom comes in to interfere, showing all the prowess of the tag team. It's a DQ, and then LOD gets involved. Uh, all hell breaks loose. I, I I had a really fun time watching this match. I thought it was really, really good. And I, I, I love the interference because again, I like pushing it off. I, I did, I gave it an A. I don't know why. I, I just have a I have a hard time like not getting to, so excited watching no, the amazing that you work have of the are not bad. So yeah. here's my grade on it. Like I at first I was like, why in the fuck did Rick come through the crowd but not Scott? That was fucking weird and awkward. Yeah, and I, didn't like I forgot it. about that too. I didn't like it. However, it changed quickly because the Steiners were not even at their best here. No. Uh, and ending, yeah, all the athletic shit that you saw, they made Spivey and Sid look good. The ending was cool as fuck because it set up uh, the Starcade, uh, which actually the skyscrapers bowed out of because Sid got injured. So the Wild yeah. Samoans took their place. So basically, Sky, uh, Starcade the next month was going to be a round robin tournament in the tag team and the single. That's division. what they were setting up for. Yeah, it was. Go- it was supposed to be the skyscrapers, Road Warriors, Steiners, and uh, Doom in a four way wow. round robin. But uh, the Wild Samoans ended up subbing in for skyscrapers because Sid got injured. Um, so I love the ending of this. The crowd went fucking nuts. So when as soon as Road Warriors came out, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> then the promo they did after what. The Road Warriors arms are massive, and Jesus Christ! But the like promo, every, the promo was garbage. You know that it was. But I mean, I was just, I was the whole, you know, the, the way they did it on the ringside, and it was yeah. flowing in from the 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 carnage that happened or whatever. I gave it a B minus. So you're not off giving it a good grade. I really liked it. Like it, I was, I was like, having fun. It's fucking awesome because I knew this is setting up the pay per view. This is great. This is awesome. Like yeah. it's really good. Even though, like yeah, I said, the skyscrapers involved. ended up getting injured in Walt Simone. So the the running, everything yeah. was built well. It was written well for the. For yeah, the it was really interview. good. Go ahead, Craig. Frankenstein! Belly to belly, y'all, Spivey! Doom oh, is in the ring! This is chaotic here! Referees calling for a disqualification! Well, the referees called for the bell, but. Uh, We've got a situation here that is liable to get out of hand, I'm afraid. I will give it a C. The only thing that I remember, like this, it was great to see them big uh, 
clash of bodies and meat slapping together, ma- uh, manly meat uh, banging off each other. <laughs> but there was uh, <laughs> there was the uh, <laughs> all love to Biggie on that one. Uh, but there was a drop kick from Spivey where it was like a, a drop kick and clothesline kind of combo that Spivey missed by a good foot. Oh, yeah, on the yeah, back yeah, of, yeah. I think, Scott's yeah. head. And the angle was just the worst angle they could have captured. For sure. And that was stuck in my head for like a good just 45 seconds for after. I was like, oh, but like, you know, poor Spivey. But that, <laughs> that was, there was a pretty big watch in that. But it, it was, it was, it was, it was good. C. Uh, I give it, uh, I give it a B plus. Um, oh. I liked it. Uh, like, you know, Two of my favorite tag teams ever, you know. I mean, obviously, like a huge uh, Road Warriors fan. I loved uh, the skyscrapers in both uh, their forms. Uh, you know, whether it was, um, you know, Spivey or or Sid or or Mark Callis together. I thought sure. that the, the the combination, you know, was just a, just a just a fun tag team to watch. Um, I thought this was n- no exception. Uh, Steiner's like great. The followaway slam that he that that Scott did with yes. uh, with Spy, was it Spivey? Yeah, Spivey. I mean, yeah, you know, 300, 300 plus pounds of doing a followaway slam. I mean, it kind of landed on his head a little bit. Like, but like, <laughs> I was like, Whew, that was awesome. I mean, just 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 a just a preview, pure strength, just a athleticism. Slim, yeah, just yeah, this is like a preview. What's a preview of what's going to come in yeah. about a yeah. year yeah. from then? Yeah, um, and it was just it was just it was just fun. You know, like I thought it was good. Um, as Gordon Soli said, it was a pier six brawl at the end. Uh, and, uh, I love the ending thought the, you know, just everybody flowing in the, yeah. Like, uh, the interview skills, uh, at, at the end, uh, leave something to, to be desired, but like the energy of it and the excitement of it and the crowd response from it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. For it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, again, like much more than I thought I was going to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And it's, it's something to say when they're in the ring together and the Steiners look small against the skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah. And that you can't say that. You can't say that very often. So um, two matches to go. We have the U.S. title on the line for Brian Pillman facing off against our champion, Lex Luger. Uh, I, I didn't take too many notes. I just enjoyed this match. I thought they did a great job. But I did write that Pillman is an absolute genius here. I know that I'm smaller than you, Luger, but I'm going to pull these pads back and I'm going to wreck your arm in the process, and I'm going to take I'm going to take a limb away from you, and I'm going to make this um, a little more evenly set. Even though Pillman was kind of jacked here, you know, he was pretty pretty big dude anyway. But Luger's just Luger's just absolutely insane on on size and and uh, just just his ability for the crowd to love him based on appearance and nothing else. We've we've talked about this over and over in our archives. Luger was. The answer to Hulk Hogan that did, never really delivered, you know, based on appearance, uh, it just couldn't get over in that way for whatever reason. But I, I give this match an A plus. I enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed Pillman, um, uh, you know, basically making Luger three quarters of a person to come down to his level, um, peeling back that, as Jess said, that Coors Light <laughs> padding off of the ring post and ramming his arm through it, and and then kind of working on it from there. Um, we, we know that, uh, Pillman does not pull it off. He doesn't become champion here, but I, I had a great time with the match. I, I thought it was, Wait, the, what was your grade? I think I give it an A plus. Yeah. I, fuck I enjoyed well, it. I, how the fuck a can you plus? give it an A plus? Yeah. I liked it. I, I, had a I, I, I gave it an A and I had myself wondering, uh, and you guys could kill me on this, but I was like, is this my favorite Luger match of all time? <laughs> So, no, um, I'm not going to kill. Go ahead. I, I might agree give, with that give full, statement. Give your full yeah. notes. Give your full notes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I thought Bill Pillman came out like just on fire. I yeah. my eyes were completely drawn to this match. They beat the shit out of each other. I f- thoroughly enjoyed it, and I don't know why. I I've never leaned in on a Luger match as much as I did on this, and I don't know why. Um, but no, this was great. Best match of the night for me, even yeah. considering the main event too. I gave it an A. I'm sorry. No, uh, no, I'll I'll go. I mean, I like I don't think we're all <laughs> just, like, just, I don't just, think we're all just hot. on it like. I'm like I gave it a I gave it a I gave it a B. Um, I thought that uh, I I would agree with most of what you just said, Craig. Like I thought it was like one of the better Luger matches that I saw. Like I was like, wow. Like it it reminded me that of of why I liked Luger in the first place when I first saw him. That like those first three years, eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. 
he actually did a pretty good job. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like, he wasn't Bret Hart in the ring. He's not, he's not, he's not even sting in the ring, but like he, he did well, you know, like he would, he would, you know, like he sold well, he, he moved, you know, halfway decently. He looked amazing. There's a fire um, to him. There, there, were, there was an excitement about him like, yeah. that was, that was fun to watch. And I think that's why the crowd gravitated to him. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, in 89, I think he was still in that kind of peak, like excitement mode of it. Um, I think Pillman did a did a fantastic job. I think like uh you know obviously like he could sell well. Um he had the most terrible hair in the history of professional wrestling. Um but <laughs> um uh, but you know yeah, Pillman. Um where where on the flip side Luger normally has terrible hair. I thought he had awesome hair. Like, <laughs> very very feathered. This is pre-mullet, hair. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. mullet. Like it just like it was everything was just, kind of feathered yeah. and awesome looking. I was like, damn, that shit looks. He good. spent a lot of time on it here for sure. Um, gonna be on TV. Yeah, he definitely spent a lot of time on his hair. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be on TV. Um, I thought that uh, you know, I thought I thought everything flowed well. I enjoyed everything. I was like, man, this is a good match. I love the ending. I love when Luger just beat the shit out of him with the chair, and the, and then on top of it, threw him in the rack. Yeah. And for me, the rack is maybe one of the, I think, you know, for especially for uh uh uh. Submission maneuvers, I think, is one of the top five submission maneuvers. Oh, you like it? Just in terms of the visual, like I I see where you're going with that. Putting somebody in the figure four, putting somebody in the walls of Jericho, it doesn't look like it hurts. Putting somebody in the in the in the rack in the torture rack looks awesome. Like, and if they're gonna quit, you're gonna see them waving and quit. It it looks good. That's Um, fair. And 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 I thought I thought like him like just beating the shit out of Pillman, the chair, and then ending with the rack. I was like, that's a nice finish. I'm gonna give it a B because I can't I can't I can't generally give Luger so match. Joe and I are that. absolutely on the same page with this match and on the same page with Luger. Like except for his robe, I hated his fucking robe or his jacket or whatever the fuck he wore. It was stupid. <laughs> but this is the best Luger. His hair. This is the Luger that I remember when people were like, "We're talking who? about his hair so much." It's the best. It's it's sexy best and Samson. He had bad hair. It's He's the gorgeous best. locks, yeah. Dave. Yeah, it's the best. When he cut it into the mullet, it just it took away his power a little bit. But when you had oh, the long, man, he's like Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, this was the best. This is my favorite version of Luger, especially the heel version here in '89. I think it's not yeah. talked about enough. I think he's underrated here. When people say who's the greatest U.S. champion, I was like. 89 Luger, Luger like is just the best. And on top of that, this match and his feud a month before at Halloween Havoc, they had a great match, even a little better than this one, if you can believe it or sure. not. And this match was, I thought was phenomenal. I disagree with Craig and Dave because how in the fuck can you even dance in the A areas when you know what the main event's going to be? This is oh, yeah. silly on your yeah. part. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's fucking silly on your part. I, um, I enjoyed that. Enjoy, <laughs> hey, I'll talk about it right now. This I, was the main event. This the if this, now, if this match was the main event, yes, I give this an A. No problem. No problem. So I'm not disputing your your judgment of this match because it is a great match. Pillman and Luger, to, to, so many people want to shit on Luger or whatever. I'm like, go back and watch his 89 work. And yes, you can yeah. give Pillman all the credit. Pillman's really, really fucking good here. He, he's and, the general there. We yeah, all know that. Absolutely. I agree with that. But, I mean, Luger has to carry the shit. Luger also had great matches with Flair in 88 and 89. And, like, Luger <clears throat> Luger is a little underestimated when it comes to that. Yes, he got really bad in the Nitro era because he was older. And after his motorcycle accident, he was never the same. But this is the Luger that I choose to remember. This guy, is he was fantastic. The chair shot on Pillman at the end. Luger getting the pin like a scumbag heel. Uh, retaining the title, Sting coming out. I gave it a B plus because I cannot dance in the A category with what's going to come next. It's insanity for you to do that. Well, we get a flare promo match, that's pretty decent. This match, this match yeah. too for me is the reason why. Like when people want to talk about like why didn't they ever give Luger the world title and people are like, oh, Luger sucks. Like whatever. It's like like no, look did. at this match. No, in, in, in yeah. eighty nine, Luger should have won the title. Yes. Like yes. I, like. Like if That's Ronnie fair. Garvin won the title in '87, if Kerry Von Eric won the title, if Kerry Von Eric won the title as like a favor to the Von Eric family, That's like so weird, could, yeah. Luger, Luger could have like Flair could have dropped the title to Luger for like for a month, 27, 
for 27 days and then <laughs> and then won it back at the next pay-per-view. Yeah. It would have been totally cool. Like he always did, sense. Joe. Like so he true. always did. Well, like, yeah. 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 So, but Not- th- this Luger is the one people are like, man, like, Luger should have won the title. People are like, yeah, Luger sucks. Like, no. This but Luger, I do. This Luger should have won the title. I do agree with David Craig in the sense that this was a fin- this was a really good match. Like they, oh, it was a great match. Yeah. It was really it was a lot good. Of fun to watch. It no, would be an A in any other category except. I'll for- just yeah. justify it by saying nostalgia can be a hell of a drug. Yeah, uh, and sometimes <laughs> I like I was- when you were, when you roll into it, you see Luger Craig. You're like, oh, this yeah, uh, and then you're like, I, I don't disagree with Craig. Well, I do disagree no. with Craig's grade, but Craig at least leaves yeah. a little. You know, he said an A, so there's the a plus. plus that could be had. Dave, yeah, but David, I, I also plus. did what say this was my. Do for I'm, I'm not, don't, yeah. don't but I also said this was my I favorite match of the night too. If you want to bury the lead? I like this match so, better than Funklair. I did. I did too. Wow, like, and I, I but did. I think that I think that, that's, that's like just yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. Flair, Flair's like, got a promo because it's pretty decent, and we'll get into Funklair. But I'll I'll tell you right now, Funklair, I quit. This is the third of three, right? Is it the best match they had? Yes. Yes. Hands down. Yeah, I think so. Hands down. All right. All right. It's it's easily and by the way, it's easily in Flair's top five. If if I'm gonna show somebody a Flair funk match, which we just get into the grading of the match if we're gonna do this right now. Yeah, if you're the world, I hear tonight and Troy New York woo, is on fire. Now very funk. We know what's coming down. It's called I quit. That means two great champions are gonna look that aisle tonight. And they're gonna get in that ring with one thing in mind is to make now think about this to make the others say i quit on a newly televised program before millions of people that's humiliating that's just yeah if you're gonna yeah, show go, go for it jesse if you're gonna if you're gonna show, a show top us the five, a top five flare match so like if some if a non-wrestling fan says show me a match that makes you happy about pro wrestling. Show me something that you know is going to entertain them as Funk well. Funkin' Flair would easily be in my top five, no question, no question. The I Quit match, no fucking question, because hmm. it, it, and of all the, the you know the Vader versus Cactus Jack, they fuck up the rules on the spin the wheel match, and it's the match itself yeah. is good, but the the you know the rules are convoluted. You know, like they actually did this right. The mic work somehow in the ring was fine, yeah. even though it was a corded mic and they have to fucking drag the cord in. It didn't matter. They didn't waste the movement. Like everything was done perfectly. When Funk had him up for the pile driver here, like, and he was like, ask him before I pile drive him. That's psychology. That's like amazing. Funk had the skinniest legs on the planet, but he, you know, but at the same time, like, you believe that dude, he was crazy. He was going to fuck Flair up. It didn't matter. Like, and then Flair as a face, when he jumped on Funk's back, when Funk, when he threw Funk outside the ring, and then the camera wouldn't cut to Flair, and Flair would just jump at the pitcher and jump on Funk's back and ride yeah. him all the way to the rail. That's real. Yeah. Like, they were a, really, the chops were insane. The chops there's were a, fucking insane. Like, everything that Funk did, Funk was amazing because Funk's like, chop the fuck out of me. I'm fine with it. Like, and Funk sold it. Funk did everything like he was supposed to do. Then when he got Flair in the ring, the psychology of both guys using the mic, asking the ref, tell him I ask him if he quits. Like everything was amazing. Everything was really good. Even there's a line that there's a I line laughed that at says uh, when Gary Hart would try to run in. Flair would really fucking beat the shit out of him and push him away, and you could tell Hart was pissed that Flair would bitch him around. And I'm like, well, get out of the way then, Hart. Like get out yeah. of the fucking way. Flair was amazing here. Funk was amazing here. If anybody asked me why do you like pro wrestling, absolutely one of the matches I would show them. Um, it demonstrates why I love so A plus for you, Jess. I gave it an A plus 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 fucker. Like because you already <laughs> took up the A plus. Like there it is. There it is. That puts pressure on five different point heinous and He's got that thing locked up there. He's got it deep, deep in there. Gordon, have you ever seen anybody last this long in a figure four? It can be reversed. It can be reversed. Yes, I quit. He said it. He said it. I can't believe it. Gary Hart is living. But McClaren has won it. 
Like so, like all this right, is, this is right. one of the greatest so matches I've ever seen. We, Flair have and fun. Okay, all right, Joe. What was the line? That, Don't uh, fuck no, you. No, there was a, there was just a, there was a line in uh like with a mic work that I made a note to, and like it's funk on top of Flair, and it's like it's like. Don't you want to quit before I hurt you? Yeah, you know, like there was like yeah, there was like this like, this like cool realism of like of like, please, please quit. Don't make me hurt. Don't make me hurt you. Like don't make me hurt you. I have I too much respect for you. you. Yeah, I don't want to do it, but I have to. You know, like I have to do it. I have to. Like you know, like I, I mean, I, I thought it was awesome. You know, like I mean, especially for a match. To give like essentially like an A plus or or a five star or whatever you want to call it, um, I think you know like I know normally like for pay per view events we 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 rate stuff within the context of the pay per view and it's like okay like Luger and Luger and Pillman would be is a B or B plus in the context it might be a C or C minus in the context of like wrestling all time as, as, as all time but like in the context of this but like this match is definitely like like up there you know i mean like is it a five stars at a a plus of all time maybe maybe yeah like especially for a match that d- incorporates two old school wrestlers doing old school stuff you know like it's not there's no big high spots there's no frankensteiners there's no hurricanranas there's no like there's no superplexes there's it's not no what they flits, did, there's though. no whatever there's, I mean, the biggest moves that. And they by do the way, throw, not throw, to shit on the them. Pillman and Luger match. So you talked about psychology of Pillman working on Luger's arm. After he thrashed his arm against the pole, Luger pressed him twice and didn't sell it. <laughs> he didn't. Luger never sold his arm after the I didn't, outside. I, I, didn't, at all. I didn't say Luger had to sell. I said Pillman was using that's, psychology but that's to. A great, but that's a great point. Funk, to break him Funk down. Is hobbling around to. on one knee. Yeah, for like Funk, the whole thing. I thought he's it was well, it, it the whole time. Dave made a good you know, point like, earlier. His legs are so skinny. <laughs> like they're so skinny. True. But, that, that's but, also true. I mean, yeah, like, I legs, thought like, Funk's leg was going to break when he was limping and he would just like on his toe. I was like, I, I really felt like I, his leg's fucking done. Like, I mean, it's so skinny yeah. anyway, but. Terry Funk, enjoyed, Terry, Terry Funk didn't skip leg day. He didn't know what leg day was. Yeah, he didn't want to do like, it. Period. At some point, yeah, like, or like right off the bat, oh, he actually so started good. like taking swings at like fans, and they were like, "Shit!" Like, yeah. like, <laughs> like actually ducking out of the way, and you're like, yeah. "All right, that's that's a uh, that's some that's some T Funk right there." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a so, a or you know, I mean, I'm gonna say in the context of this, like a plus, like it was a great match. A like, I mean, top to bottom. Um, <clears throat> And then the, and so, and then the way the ending sets up, it seemed a little chaotic at first. But I mean, it, it obviously is setting. You know, it's it's the set you know, for Starcade, said, it's yeah. the precursor for Starcade. It sets everything up. Yeah, it sets up the you know it sets up Muda and Sting, and that's why Sting's yeah. not on the card. Um, you know, all these things it sets everybody up for future stock. And uh, yeah, it's awesome. Like what what a what a great um, you know if if Flair was actually in charge of booking this like. Awesome. I mean, kudos I, I, to. I don't. I don't know if I'm just looking. If I'm looking at it through casual, like a casual's eye, you know, not not someone who's. I hate to say it, watching Flair and and Luger over. I'm sorry, Flair, Flair and Funk over and over and over again. Um, I, I do love the fact that they try to bring the mic in, and I love the the lines that you're all talking about. But then in between that, I'm hearing <laughs> through the whole thing, and I'm like, I'm so disgusted by it, and so angry about it like can you pull it away can you figure it out um and, and i know everything else you're talking about is absolutely true and that's why but i, I was and the cord like i just i know we didn't have wireless mics back then i know we didn't have that stuff but it all just infuriates me and it's not their fault and that's why i, I as I, I think i'm more casual i don't i didn't watch this match over and over i'm watching it almost for the first time after 20 plus years and i'm like i don't like that I liked everything else about it. I love the work and I love them smacking the crap out of each other. I love all that, but it puts me below that, you know, that A minus B plus category in, in a sense, you know, because of those things. I, I, I hate, Wait, I hate that What grade stuff. are you giving it right now? For fuck's sake? Like what A minus, like A minus B plus so somewhere in there. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. But it's, but again, I'm looking at it as a casual, you want a casual to come in. I'm sure they're going to like it, but I'm over here. Like all I hear is breathing for like five minutes. And I can't, I can't hear Ross. I can't hear anybody talking because I hear them breathing in the microphone because they're shoving it in their face while they're doing a pile driver. <laughs> it was driving me I, crazy. I think for some odd reason that triggers you, like people hearing it, other people eat triggers them. I think that's, something like that's, that. It could, it could be, it could be. But that, that's just where I was with it. And 
Um, I'm not denying anything you guys are saying. I, I no, you're insane. You, but... I'm telling you, you're insane. Okay, face, all right. Man. Well, that's fine. <laughs> you're insane. I know I was gonna anger you. That's why. I, that's why I didn't go last. No, I'm not angry. The thing that insane. really bothered me on the match was like how Flair yeah. took the the two pile drivers with like he's doing like a handstand, doing a handstand, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like he's doing a handstand on Terry Funk's feet, and yeah, you're like, mm, yeah. can, can you can you just uh, can you just do it normal? Can you just Craig? Can you just Craig, grab don't... up? Well, we all established don't, that Funk had no leg don't, strength. Don't let them bully you, Craig, into the grade. Don't let them bully you. I mean, no, I mean, I have no apologies for my grades. Like, <laughs> we grade these matches on the moment we watch them on the second. And we're not watching we, them together. Whether yeah. we take a, a, a weird phone call or, or I stub my toe watching it, like, that's Fair. what I give the grade on. And I remember <laughs> loving the shit out of this match. Um, I'll give it, and I gave it on this day watching it as we watch it on a run up to here. I gave it an A minus also. I don't know why I can't give it an A. Um, other than the the fact, like, I think I don't like I quit matches. This is the greatest I quit match of all time. And it's also, I love, I wish I would have seen more unorthodox flair matches like this. It's a culmination of one of the greatest feuds he ever had and a realism yeah, with, with, yeah. with funk and flair. Yeah. Um, true. I think on this true. day, as I watched it, putting it all together, I think my eyes went away a, a few too many times and I didn't quite get sucked in and I couldn't tell you why. Um, because I remember this, this I I remember it. Funk in his tux, um, pile driving him oh, on yeah. on that table to like to kick this off, um, and it yeah. was a hell of an event. And the crowd was hype actually. And kudos to only four thousand. I remember we said that, and a bit, a bit disappointing. It seemed in the like beginning. more. It seemed like 10, it does. 000, it, yeah. it it totally seemed like more. And they were fucking awesome. This crowd much better than a Greensboro crowd. Like for they were really hyped. I think to be in New York. Um, no, it was it was great. I can't. I don't know. Uh, I was given an A minus. No, that's solid. I know. <laughs> solid. So uh, overall, well, guys, that. what do you what do you grade the entire the entire non pay per view the televised? I event? think like considering that it's like a free card, you know, it wasn't like a pay per view or anything like that. The fact sure. that the U.S. title match and the main event delivered, like I got to give it like a solid A. I'm, I, I, I know that if you that. average my grades in with the C's and the B's, it should come in somewhere in the B eh, category. We but we I, never, we've but never. I mean, my that. feeling overall, like if I, I remember back here when we were fans, like watching a free show like this, not paying for it, and having yeah. the two main That's matches. Big. How many WrestleManias did we see that were one card matches? You know, yeah, yeah. like for the most part. Well, and we more, and I we mean, love that. Oh, WrestleMania period. five was so good. Well, I mean, besides Hogan really. Savage, what was the best one? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's why we've never Hercules and Haku? Like, you know, it's like, it's kind of, you just sort of, and I'm not saying that shitting on any of their talent on those cards, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like a lot of the wrestling in 80s and 90s this were is, like one or two card shows. It didn't matter what they did before that. Th as long Jess, as the, Jess, this was a free event that has WrestleMania talent on it. But, you know, yeah. Like, yes. Like WrestleMania yeah. great talent. That did have, uh, I yeah. mean, all these guys, all these, every 100%. single, nearly every single one of these guys went on to a WrestleMania. Yeah, you're way. right. Sting did, Luger did, Flair did, Road Warriors the, did. The Steiners, the Road yeah. Warriors. Steiners. I, I mean, and how I mean, fucking maybe... good were all those all those bodies? Yeah, yeah, like awesome, massive guys. Awesome. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, I mean, I probably I, probably, I give it like, an A. I mean, I think for uh, I think for it, I think the biggest thing is that it was on free TV. I mean, this is how awesome was yeah. this to like watch a pay, I mean, essentially watch a pay per view on TV but not paying, or right. free. And not yeah. have to pay for it, you know. Not have to. Or staying up like, till eleven thirty at night, like you know, not have to beg Jess's parents yeah. to pay the forty dollars to to let us all come over <laughs> and like you know, like and like and like and destroy and the put a hole in the floor for an yeah. afternoon, uh, uh, break yeah. the floor, break the chandelier, <laughs> put, you know, put people in the hospital. Is Joe Craig and um, coming over? I love them. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, I think it like, I mean, is this an event that like I look back on and be like, man, I can't wait to go watch this again, like. No, but is it an event that like rewatching it? I'm like, this is this is this was really good. good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, hundred percent. You know, like, and I think I'll I think I'll give it a think of it a I think I'll get a I could give it a B plus as overall. Like, I'm just like enjoying the whole event. You know, I thought it was a yeah. I didn't I didn't feel like minus the Steve Williams match. Uh, I that's really yeah. yeah that's, that's fair. I, I, I thought I thought everything was, you know. And really, enjoyable. I even liked the Road Warriors and Freebirds match, except for the end. Yeah, me like, too. They were starting yeah. to get cooking in there. They're Freebirds. No, and I mean, Road like, Warriors. What am I going to do? How can you not like the Freebirds and and Road Warriors yeah. together? I mean, like just just the, just their entrances alone. To me, it it makes the match like a B minus, almost like getting off. Yeah. The, I mean, I know I gave it a C. Just the, I know I gave it a C, but like 
you know, just their entrances automatically give me a B minus for them just because I love those two entrances. Yeah. You know? Where but, you got it, Craigers? Uh, B plus. And okay. there's so many clashes where you can fast forward 80% of them. And this was. This one wasn't. Uh, absolutely not. And even with like a. As much as we ripped on the stairs and the lighting, uh, it, it's it, it worked. Yeah. And I think it was a combination of everything. I think being in New York, I think Jim Ross helped a lot. Uh, and the card was stacked, like on, as Jess said earlier, on paper, one of the greatest kind of clash cards, WCW cards Probably you Probably the you, greatest you've seen. clash on paper. It's good. Yeah. I mean, we, I, I think we've seen WrestleManias that didn't have a, as good a card. This yeah, much talent. Yeah. Especially the early ones. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at WrestleMania what, like, 1. What, what is it like, yeah. Like yeah WrestleMania 1, WrestleMania 2. I mean, and we forgave a lot of schmazes and a lot of DQs and a lot of fucking weird endings and shit that was purely just to advance for the next Starcade. But in that our, was, in our the, grades that was here. the intent, and that's purpose. okay. That's why you yeah. have to you have to grade it differently. I think. Yeah. So yeah, with you. for sure. For audio fans, give us a listen to Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you do us a solid and follow us on Instagram or Twitter at OWB twenty nineteen? Or on Facebook slash Meta at Our Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> this is Dave, <laughs> Jess, Craig, and Joe with the OWP signing off. Have a good one. <laughs>